brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. In August of 2013, 22-year-old Christopher Lane took a chance and changed things up in his life. He left Australia to fly to Duncan, Oklahoma, there for a weekend to visit his long-distance girlfriend. One day on his visit, Lane decided to take an easy jog and explore around the area, a slow-paced Midwestern town, population 24,000. And on that same day, in that same town, a 17-year-old Duncan resident, Chauncey Luna, was in a rut. While out on a drive with two of his friends, Luna saw Lane out for a jog and decided to change things up in his life, too. Luna shot Lane in the back. The shot tragically turned out to be fatal. When brought before a jury on charges of first-degree murder, for which he was found guilty, Luna cited as his defense the reason for his sudden attack. Boredom. In the following story, we'll see just how quickly things can shift from the completely routine to the completely rotten. We at Fireside Mystery Theater present the following story without prejudice or agenda. Our tales of the electric chair are not meant to condemn nor condone. Rather, they are meant as an expression of our persistent exploration of the dark and unsettling, and are presented without further comment for your entertainment and consideration. The Usual was recorded live at the Slipper Room on May 27, 2018. It's the final episode from our show, The Electric Chair. The name, Jack Henry Lester, 38 years of age. The crime, murder. Today is his day. His choice of last meal, a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich on toast. Noodle soup, coffee. How did this mild-mannered, soft-spoken gentleman come to arrive here on death row? A very good question. Hello, 
Jack. Good morning, Judy. Good morning. What a beautiful day. Yes. If only we could take all of our work outside. That'd be something. Well, I think we're entitled to some perks considering how far ahead we are with our filings. Yes. You have done a wonderful job leading our department, Jack. Thank you. I've worked under you for how long has it been? I've lost track. Mm, It'll be five years in October. Five good years. Five very productive years, right? Yes, productive. But what has it all been for? Been for? Well, don't you take pride in our work? Yes, I guess I have, but I'm not sure why I have. What do you mean? Well, if I think about it too long, it's just a bunch of odd collections of paper and documents that exist only to serve the least exciting interests imaginable. Oh, you do have a funny way of putting things. Where are we going? Where does this paper trail lead to? Advancement, Jack! Advancement! Advancement. You make it sound like a dirty word, Jack. Good morning, Jack. Judy, good Good morning, morning, Mr. Mr. Sutton. Sutton. How is everything, Jack? Jack, you know, I just heard from my friend. You never picked up those tickets to the Derby. Is that really true? Oh, yes, Mr. Sutton. I'm so sorry. I, I forgot. I worked late that afternoon, and what do you know, the the time got away, and... Oh, Jack, you missed an excellent time, old boy. But that's why our office has such a sturdy and reliable old engine, eh? I do wish you'd give yourself a chance to enjoy more of what life has to offer. When was the last time you went to the races? Well, I've never really gone to the races before, Mr. Sutton. Never? Really? I've always been interested, but I haven't gotten around to it, I guess. Oh, Jack... Oh, I just love going to the Derby, if only as an excuse to show off a pretty new hat. (laughs) Yes, Derby Day. Those lovely women all dressed in their colorful best. There's nothing like sitting in the stands, taking in a beautiful spring day in the company of such a lady. Well, perhaps I'll dwell on that a bit as I get back to work in a moment. Hey, Jack, before you carry on, do you have a moment for a chat? Chat? Yes, a chat. Right now? Yes, right now. Come, take a little stroll with me. All right. Excuse us, Judy. Excuse, gentlemen. Where are we going, Mr. Sutton? Your office is the other way. Mr. Sutton? Just follow me, please, Jack. Where are we going? To your desk, Jack. My desk? Why are we going to my desk? Ah, here we are. Jack, old man, we've made a decision. Your employment at this office has been terminated. Effective immediately. What? Don't make this any harder than it has to be. You have five minutes to clear out your personal belongings. I'll wait. I'm fired? But why? I provided a box to place your things. Please, let's go. I believe that I'm entitled to an explanation. I've been at this company for over ten years. Lower your voice, Jack. I'm doing this personally as a courtesy. Don't make me call over to security. This doesn't make any sense. What have I done to deserve... It's just time to move on, Jack. Please. Jack, I'm sorry. You're sorry? Please, darling. I told you not to get involved. Darling? Oh, I think I see now. I had my suspicions about you two, but now I know. Well done, Judy. Your lack of ambition is not my fault, Jack. I'm sorry it had to end this way. Judy, quiet now. That's enough. Okay, so at least I know who my successor will be. No severance pay, then? There is a modest but fair severance check that will be mailed to your home address. Wonderful. Goodbye, then. Jack! Your things? Keep them. They're yours now. What do I care? One day you two are going to regret what you've just done to me. That's all I'm going to say.
Yeah, yeah. The usual. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cool for me, Stu. You got it, bud. The usual? Excuse me? You just ordered the usual. What's that? A BLT on toast, noodle soup, and a cup of coffee. How often do you eat the usual? Every day that I come to this lunch counter, which is for quite some time now. And <laughs> you never tire of it. And there's other things on the menu, you know. <laughs> I like what I like. What can I tell you? Well, if you don't mind, sir, I'm not having the best day right now. I, I'm sorry. That, that really wasn't very polite of me. I, I'm always curious when I hear somebody order the usual. I didn't mean to disturb you. That's all right. Creature of habit, huh? You could say that. What would happen? What's the worst that could happen if you ordered something different from the usual? But I want what I want. And what you want is reassurance, comfort, safety. Well, And what you don't want is disappointment, disapproval, pain. Look, sir, I know all about pain. I've been getting it from all sides today. I really don't need any more of it, thanks. Again, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to pry, but I feel like I can see some of myself in you. It's too late for me, but you're young still. It's not too late for you. Too late for what now? To drive your own destiny. To sample all of what life has to offer. To be alive. Wife? Kids? Neither. That the way you want it? What I want is for you to please drop the subject. All right. Not trying to pass judgment on you. I only want to help. Like I said, I can, I can see some of myself in you. And what do you see? I see hope. Potential. Maybe greatness. But your will is your own. As it is written, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Now that's straight from the good book, Sonny, so you can take that to the bank. The, the days are evil? <laughs> Your lunch is on me. All I ask in return is that today, try something other than the usual. Do something. Try something. Go somewhere you never bothered to go before. There are wonders in this world all around for you to discover. Don't, don't let them disappear under the, the veil of comfort. Take it from someone who knows all too well. All the best of luck to you, friend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, Stu, would you mind letting me see that menu? Better yet, what are the specials for today? Ah, what are the specials? Um, well, I, I happen to know of one hot dish, but she ain't on the menu. Get a look at her. Well. Hey, I must be hallucinating. She's not giving you the eye, is she, Jack? Nah. She is! That eyelash is pointed right at your direction. You think so? I've heard of batting an eyelash, but she looks as though she's ready to club you with it. 
What do you say? You gonna go talk to her? She is looking at me. But why? Only one way to find out. You're right, Stu. There is only one way to find out. That old man was right. Today is the first day of a new life. Losing my job today might be the best thing that ever happened. A real kick in the backside from fate itself. I'm going to stop being afraid of everything and join the human race for a change. a boy! I'm going in. Watch my coffee. Hello. Hi. I've never seen you here before. I've been coming here nearly every day for two years. Just passing through. What brings you to Alexandersville? I'm sorry, what's your name? Name's Jack Henry Lester. And you? I'm Irma. Jack, do me a favor, would you, sweetie? Sure. What is it? I want you to look out the window behind me, but don't be too obvious about it. Yeah? Tell me, is there a car parked across the street? Yeah, a tan caddy. Right. It's still there, then. Okay. What's the problem? There's a way out through the back of this lunch stand, right? Yeah, but it's through the kitchen. But, but hey, what kind of trouble are you in? Oh, it's not the police or anything. But someone in that car outside wants to hurt me and take me away. Well, I don't know if I should... No. No? I'd like to help you. In fact, I think it would do me some good to help you. I've been having her quite a... Second question. Do you have a car? Yeah. It's parked in the lot out back. Perfect. I'm going to go to the ladies' room. Ask your man there behind the counter to clear a path for us so we can exit from his kitchen. When I come out, I'll meet you back there, and we'll make the slip. Is that all right? Wait, where are we going? Just get me over the state line, and believe me, I will reward you. Well. (laughs) Wonderful. You're such a gent, I didn't even need to drop my handkerchief. Now, Jack, go back over to your stool at the counter and watch for me. You got it. Uh, 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 Walk slower, Jack. Let's look real natural. Here's my car. Door's unlocked. Hop in. Okay, where to? Just take 17 North, I'd say. Uh, but to where? What difference does it make anywhere? How long will we be, will we be away for? I don't know. If you can't do I it... I can. I just want to know It doesn't lo- matter. Can you help me or not? I can, but... But what? Nothing. Please, let's go. You said there would be a reward. For me. What did you mean by that? What did you think I meant? I think you were being vague. All right, then. Here's a down payment. Well. You'll get the rest of the balance when we cross the state line. Now let's go, honey. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Oh. Uh. Oh, no. Come on. Come on. No, not now. Come on. Afternoon, Irma. Rollo? You'd better put that gun down, mister. And who's this guy? This is Jack. Hi, Jack. Hello. Well, Jackie, I'd like you to come along with us in case you know something we need to know. Our friend Irma here isn't just a looker. She's also a talker. Are you a cop? Baby, I should plug you right now for just saying that, but I'll let that insult pass this just one time. (laughs) 
Get out of the car, the two of you. We're taking you both up to the clubhouse. The clubhouse? Shh, just do what he says, Jack. Believe me, May, he doesn't know anything. Just let the poor sap go. He was trying to do me a favor. Shut up. We're not done with either of you yet. Easy, Rollo. I'll take it from here. You can both go, Wurma. All we want is for you to return the stones. You mean the stones I won? That's how you see it. But we see it another way. Tell us where the stones are while you still have all your teeth in that pretty mouth of yours. I won't punch them out either. I'll pull them out one by one with these pliers. You're not serious. Shut it. She said she won the stones fair and square. I said shut it. All right, Rollo. I don't want any blood on my floor just yet. This chump is of no use to us. Give him the hurl. Now, Missy, we're not playing around. I shouldn't have to tell you that. Tip? Yeah, me? Make the nice lady a drink, would you? The house special? The house special. We'll get you to talk without getting any blood on my nice floors. One house special coming right up. All right, punk. Let me show you to the parking lot. Take your hand off my shoulder before I break it off. Oh, well, well, well. And Irma's coming with me. I've had enough of this. I'm trying not to laugh, bub. I'm really trying. (laughs) How many fingers of his should I break, May? It's easy to talk tough with that gat in your hand, Hood. What was that? You heard me. Jack, just go. I'm sorry I got you involved. I can't leave you like this, Irma. You don't even know me, Jack. Go while you still can. I'm afraid he just lost certain... Privileges. Don't go complicating things, Rollo. Let it drift. No, no, no. This big shot just said something wise. He thinks I'm a lot smaller without my gun. Are you? Tip, where's that drink? I'm making it a double. Good. I don't need a gun, or any weapon for that matter, to handle a sack of cheese like you. All right, all right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you where they are. Put down that gun and prove it, ape. Give me a fair shot. I'll tell you what. I'm going to sweeten the deal for you. Oh, What the hell is this, Rollo? I can size someone like you up in three seconds. You don't have the nerve. You never had, and you never will. Do you really want me to put you to the test? I have nothing to lose. Rollo. Jack. Here's one gun. He is the son of that gun. Two guns on the table. And now I'm unarmed. What are you doing, Rollo? Just trying to prove a point. Richard, the chicken-hearted ear, has got no guts. I know this. I'm willing to bet all the stones that he doesn't. Look, chump, I'm giving you one more chance to walk out of here. Jack, please, it's not worth it. Okay, Rollo, that's enough. We're okay, M.A. Nothing's gonna happen. This punk can't take a punch, let alone throw one, and he sure as hell ain't never touched a gun. He's soft in the head, and he's soft in the belly. He's soft all around. Ain't that right, softy? This isn't worth it, Jack. Please. Okay, stud. It's your play. You got the floor. This is stupid, Rollo. Cut it out already. We're almost done here. Look at him shaking. (laughs) Wait, what's that? Is that a tear I see rolling down that little cheek of yours? Isn't that a door? Shut your mouth! Shut it now! You happy now, Rollo? Drop the gun, baby cakes. I've got the other one now. 
Oh, my God. Jack! I said shut up. Now what are we going to do? He just killed Tip in my place. You idiot, Rollo. What the hell are we going to do now? You know what's going to happen now? Nothing's going to happen. Not to us. What do you mean, nothing's going to happen? Or maybe you don't remember Tip's last name. He's Boss Mullen's nephew. Boss Mullen who owns a piece of every politician in this state. It's not our fault. Superman here wiped him out. But I... I didn't mean to. It was an accident. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't. You just killed this innocent man right here. You all saw. It was an accident. Was it an accident, May? No, it wasn't. Was it an accident, Irma? Answer wisely now. No, it wasn't an accident. You hear that laughing, boy? It wasn't just me who witnessed what you just did. In this state... You can fry for first-degree murder, especially when you knock off someone from Boss Mullen's clan. No! No, it was an accident! For the first time in my life, it will be a pleasure to call the cops. Sit tight, sweetheart. Good afternoon, uh, Mr. Um, J- Jack Henry Lester, is that it? Yes, that's me. How do you do? My name is... Harold Carlton, and I have the pleasure to have been appointed by the county to defend your interest in this matter. Yes? Yes, and I intend to do so with the utmost vigor and ferocity. Great. I really could use all the help I can get, Mr. Carlton. Rest assured, Mr. Stevens. Uh, My name's Lester. Jack Henry Lester. Oh, oh, forgive me. I'm confusing you with another client of mine, Mr. Lester. uh, Rest assured, Mr. Lester, I have served as a public defender in countless criminal proceedings over the course of my career, with the occasional acquittal on my side of the ledger, if I may say so. Naturally, including those overturned on appeal, unfortunately. Well, I... That being said, it is my legal and ethical obligation to advise you of the situation you now find yourself in. If given the chance to explain... The fellow you killed, whether done inadvertently or carried out with malicious intent, let's face it, was no ordinary Joe. A well-connected man he was around here these parts, born into a most powerful and influential family. I never met that man Based upon I- my preliminary conversation with the county prosecutor's office, they intend to charge you with first-degree murder. Hold on, I can explain. Please, it- Mr. Lester, allow me to finish. We're looking at first-degree murder, which you may or may not know is a capital offense in this state, punishable by death by electrocution. Oh, my God. Now, at this juncture... Based upon what I have read in your file and the statement you produced to the police, I believe it is the prudent course of action to enter into a plea bargain arranged for a lesser charge of manslaughter, wherein the more serious charges will be dropped. So how many years would that... If the prosecution could be so inclined to entertain such a disposition, you would be spared the electric chair and looking at a moderate but fair prison term, maybe even some fresh air and exercise, clearing debris and rubble for the new highway they're laying down in the southern part of the county. I can't believe this. Nevertheless, the alternative and less appealing scenario would result in a full criminal trial, wherein you'd be looking down the barrel of a loaded shotgun with the judge and the jury having their finger on the trigger. And, in the interest of full disclosure, in a small county such as this, the judge and jury and, dare I say, the prosecution, will undoubtedly have some professional or familial relationship with the decedent. 
Well, both on some accounts. I can't believe this! Well, now, I assume you wish to proceed with the former approach. Any questions? Good. We'll speak again next Tuesday at the arraignment. Uh, rest assured, you're in good hands, Mr. Fester. Uh, but tell me, Mr. Carlton, do I really have a chance? I don't know what to say. All I can say is, Mr. Lester, is that you play the hand you're dealt. Regrettably, the deck was stacked against you from the get-go. It can't. It just can't end this way. Well, there might be enough here to file an appeal, but that is a costly affair. And if I am to speak plainly, you don't strike me as a man of means. I have a small pension. A severance check's still coming to me. Well, if you can scrape together the necessary funds, I am readily available to tenaciously advocate your interests in appellate court. You have my card. Good luck to you, sir. Hey, Lester. This is your last chance if you want to speak to a man of the cloth. We have a chaplain here to see you, if you like. Hey, Lester, I'm talking to you. You hear me? Sure. What the hell? Send him in. Oh, my. Have we... Have we met before? Yes, we've met before. I'm certain of it. <laughs> I can't believe it. What's so funny? I... <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I needed a good laugh. One more good laugh before I... <laughs> um, you're... You're... Yes, it's me. I'm that guy. I'm sorry, I, I don't... You! You changed my life! I did. You remember, don't you? Your soliloquy about not ordering the usual, getting out from beneath that veil of comfort? Well, now I realize it was actually a sermon. <laughs> well, I'm happy to report that I took all those wise words to heart. Thank you kindly, Reverend. <laughs> Yes, I remember you now. The lunch counter. Tell me, how did it all go wrong, my son? Oh, Reverend. I don't know. But your good book was right about one thing. The days are evil. Yes. Yes, Reverend. The days are evil indeed.
Part, we'd like to offer to you some original verse composed by our resident poet, Dr. David Linton. A prayer from death row. Please, God, send me a storm, a hurricane to rip the poles, a lightning bolt to blast the transformers, a flood to break the dam and wreck the generators, a blackout that lasts forever, snow that pulls down the lines, rain that makes the fuses blow, quakes that collapse the towers. Whatever it takes, Lord, to turn out the lights, 
blow out the fuse, trip the breakers, pull the plug, please, Lord. A tsunami, a tornado, an act of terrorism, an assassination, a coup, a crisis, a collapse, a distraction grand enough to save my life, if even for a day. Please, Lord, blot out the sun. Bring darkness down upon the earth, darkness to my cell, darkness to that room with its brutal chair, its leather straps, its curtained window, its round metal skull cap and snaking wires. Please, Lord, bring down your curse on Franklin with his lightning bolts, on Edison and his bulbs, on Roosevelt and his TVA, on Watt, Ohm, Priestley, and all their minions who labored in their labs to bring me to this night, my last meal, my final prayer. Thank you, Lord, for bonfires and candles, for bright sun and full moon, for darkness we could cherish, for torches that led us through the night, torches we could extinguish and would not extinguish us. Amen. And that was The Usual. Jack Henry Lester was played by Alan LaForest. The Man was played by James Reeser. Mr. Sutton was played by James Kleinman. Irma was played by Casey LaForest. Rollo was played by Michael Pate. Tip and Stu were played by Eric Davy Gislason. May Kelly was played by Mary Murphy. Harold Carlton was played by David Linton. The Guard was played by Gustavo Rodriguez. And the part of Judy was played by me, Ali Silva. The song, I Shall Be Released, was written by Bob Dylan. It was performed by Karen Tennyson, accompanied by Noel Carey. The Usual was written by Sylvan Sandovar. It was directed by Ali Silva and Gustavo Rodriguez. The Electric Chair was produced by Gustavo Rodriguez, Daniel and Rebecca Graves, and me for Fireside Mystery Productions. Research by Courtney gillian Cholovich provided fodder for our stories, with special thanks to Kentucky Supreme Court Justice Bill Cunningham and the staff of the Kentucky State Penitentiary. Jason Graves composed our theme music. Our musical score was improvised by Noel Carey. Our sound effects designer and engineer is Greg Russ. Our technical director at the Slipper Room is Johnny Goddard. And our production coordinator is Brontus Shane Orengo. Are you amazed? Fireside crazed? Want to shout out about what you heard today? Itching for the next story? Just can't get enough of that good fireside stuff? Well, we hope you'll take a quick moment to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback does a lot to keep the lifeblood flowing for our little production company. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe. You can see what we really look like when you find us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter with our handle, at Fireside Mystery. And hey, we just set up our very own Patreon page. We're still working out the rewards, bonus content, and all that good stuff, so please bear with us on that. But if you like what we do and want us to keep doing it as much as we want to keep doing it, why not think about becoming our very own Patreon patron? Go to patreon.com slash fireside mystery theater. You can also share your love and support for Fireside with your friends and look fabulous doing it, darling. We have lots of Fireside Mystery Theater swag you can score for yourself or for the dear FMT fan in your life. T-shirts, hoodies, pillows, totes, mugs, notebooks, stickers, all sorts of cool kit with our logo. 
Lots of great sales pop up all the time. Just go to firesidemysterytheater.com merch and browse the goods. Even purveyors of the mysterious need a break every once in a while, so our live show season is currently on summer holiday. But fret not, we'll be releasing content from the season we just wrapped all summer long. Also, as we lead up to our next season of live shows, we shall return to our popular series, The Midnight Reading of Dark Literary Classics. Your fireside fix is always just one click away wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be returning to the Slipper Room in our live and lovely glory with a whole new season of stories starting on Sunday, October 21st. Be on the lookout for tickets on sale at slipperroom.com. Coming up next, episodes from a live show where we dive into all sorts of nautical nightmares. Fireside Mystery Theater gets lost at sea. This is your own Ali Silva. Life can be capricious. Everything can change in the blink of an eye like a flash of lightning. So we, dear listeners, must be kind to each other, do our best to do our best, and always mind the shadows. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.